0: Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea, and this is Dimity McDowell. How are we doing, SBS? I'm good. I'm good. I thought of you this morning on a beautiful bike ride that I went on, and you wanna you wanna know why? Why did you think? <laughs> no, actually, I don't. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was going down not a very steep hill, not a very long hill, and all I thought was that you had included in your recent blog post that when you went on that ride with your husband Grant that on the downhill you got to 41 miles an hour and it frightened me when I read it seated at my computer and then thinking about it on the bike. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's my hero. There's no way I can go 41 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> well, you know, to be clear, I didn't know I was going 41. Oh, I, you know, I you, thought that you look down and were like, no, I'm going no.
1: I mean, I have, you know, I, I have a bike computer. Actually, I don't have a bike computer on that bike, but I've kind of given up, you know, I, I don't have a bike computer on that bike. And I, <laughs> don't really have any interest in having one on there, but, um, so I just recorded on my Garmin, you know, I record the ride uh-huh. on my Garmin with a sure. uh, heart rate strap and stuff. And so at the end, when you download, it can give you like average speed, and, uh-huh. you know, and slowest speed and, and, and max speed. So it's, yeah. but it's not like I'm like, oh, how fast am I going? <laughs> I mean, if I would have had something on the handlebars, it would be easy to see. But no, I didn't. I didn't know that at the time. Oh,
0: yeah. I and, was, um, you looked down, we're like, I'm going 41. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was,
1: I mean, that that's so funny that you bring that up, because I was really kind of, I mean, it is frightening going downhill. It really yes. is. And um, I need to, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, you know, again, excited in the it doesn't have to be fun to be fun, Bane, (laughs) or Iron Horse, um, because it's like two things that, you know, I mean, I I enjoy riding my bike. I don't enjoy long mountain climbs, and I don't Mm. enjoy long mountain descents. (laughs) So so I guess you're kind of like, well, why are you doing this? But I like that I'm doing something that doesn't make me comfortable, right? I like that.
0: That's dimity in a nutshell, right there, folks. Yeah, yeah.
1: So just trying to get better at it and just trying to kind of be okay with you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going out of control. Like I said, in the blog post, there was a guy, I mean, he was uh very, you could tell he was a very um experienced and talented cyclist. I mean, he was, you know, just by what he was wearing and how, what his bike looked like. I mean, he came whizzing by me. I mean, he had his, you know, his chin on his handlebar and his little <laughs> butt raised up in the air a little bit. And I mean, he was just flying, you know, uh, he was probably going 50 or or faster. Uh, I mean it's, it's a it's a descent that is straight. It's it's literally next to I70 which uh-huh. is the road you know that goes east west um, yeah. across the United States. So it's not yeah. like, like there are a ton of it wasn't it wasn't any curves or anything. It's just straight down. You know we are on the front road
0: going straight down. It's still my hands are perspiring right now <laughs> just thinking about it and the, the, the there's just always of a like even though I know I am in control, there's a part of me that thinks, well, what if I suddenly turned, what if I turned into the little curb and hit that and went flying? It's like, well, how about you just keep your bike pointed straight ahead and that won't (laughs) happen. (laughs) um, I don't know. It just, um, but so that, um, I I like to try to think of like, Oh, it's exhilarating and, you know, frame it in a different light. But, um, because so now I'm really following the training plan, um, before I'd been kind of mixing it up and um, before all this and so that I could kind of fit in traveling or, you know, um, school obligations, things like that for the kids. And so, but now I'm really doing what it says. And so on the heart and soul level to marathon training Fridays is cross training. So I um, got out my bike and went for a ride last Friday and now this Friday too. And my gosh, I just forgot what joy and freedom there is to be out on a bike
1: Isn't it awesome? It really is. When you're not going up, going up for a long time or coming down super fast. Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) A lot of the ride was on, um, a paved trail that runs parallel to its, um, there's the Columbia river North and then this little trail and then, a um, kind of two lane highway for lack of a better term and then, um, Portland airport. And so that's the, um, the runways are parallel to this as well. And, um, and it's just so pretty out there. It's so quiet out there now. There's hardly anybody. Oh, sure. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. I did it both times. So both last Friday and this Friday, I saw one plane um, one I saw landing today, and last week I saw one taking off, and I just tried to envision like, oh, are, are there two passengers on that plane? Is there, you know, no one on that plane? Exactly. Um, Did they lace like, all their 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 tables? Yes, tray, right, the, right. Whatever
1: that right. tray. I can't even remember what it's called. It's been The so tray, tray table. Today. Yes, tray table. <laughs> table tray. One of the two. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. But gosh, just oh my gosh, and it, both were beautiful days, and just. To be so far from my house even was exhilarating,
1: you know? It is. It's fun. I mean, that's the thing about biking is that it just, I mean, it's a different kind of zing than running. Yes. But there's something that's so special about it that it's just so nice to, especially like when you get a great stretch of pavement, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we have Cherry Creek State Park Um, right near me. And and one of my routes um, I take a lot is like, it's about like a little over 20 miles um, to kind of go there and come home. Uh Um, And uh, like, it sounds good and it is good. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like this cracked, pavement and it just eats you up right like (laughs) parts of you up right um so and it's hard because it's like you know but then there's this one stretch where they have totally repaved it Mm -hmm. and you kind of go through this little woodland area and it's probably I don't know maybe maybe six minutes of riding maybe not even that much but you're just like oh and you you know your legs are humming and you're just like going through this beautiful you know where there's ponds and Mm. Great trees and the great, you know, all this, and then you're back. and And the scenery is good the whole time, but then you're back on the like, yeah, the crotchety pavement basically. <laughs> and I just can't. As I get older, I just I'm like I don't want to go there. Like yeah. I'd rather be on a bike path, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very safe, you know, because the cars in there are going. You know, they know that they're in the park. But uh-huh. anyway, yeah. But I gotta say, so the other thing about bike paths is, um, and it's good that you went on like a Friday morning because, you know, we talked a little bit about that crash that I got in. But then the other, gosh, it was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It was like a lovely Sunday here. And Grant and I went in the afternoon. And like, I mean, we've got great, great paths. And they've got, you know, they go all over network all over the city and all that. But so many people out on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and like, people that aren't wearing helmets and families and people walking their dogs. And Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not like the person who's like, oh, I got to go 20 miles an hour, you know, like like, zip through this, you know, But it's like, even just trying to keep, you know, just a moderate pace, you're just like, Mm -hmm. something's going to go down and I don't want to be part of it, you know? So like, I think we're going to kind of stay off of those on Saturdays and Sundays for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I did. um, And also I started it, I think I went out at 720. So there, I, I barely saw any people out there so That's and it's um, yeah. yeah 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 but it was it was lovely so to borrow your word uh. lovely well good I'm glad I'm glad yeah,
1: yeah. So and I'm excited because this week I think we've had snow here this whole week. I know you have oh. freezing um, so one one uh, pro tip is that I downloaded finally the Peloton app which is free for 90 days like they don't mm. even require a credit card for 90 days which is Ooh. nice because yeah. sometimes you get suckered into yep. the pain when you forget to cancel yes. um, so uh, so I've been doing a couple of those workouts on my regular bike not a peloton bike just my road bike but that was
0: fun-huh
1: um and then uh, I think on Sunday it'll be warm enough for us to go out and um, I'm looking forward to a, a flatter ride we're not climbing on
0: Sunday <laughs> nice 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 so. nice all right well let's dive into our questions this first one is from Suzanne in Calgary Alberta Canada
2: My name is Suzanne from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I have a question about my long run pace. I'm working on training for a half marathon, and my race pace is going to be about 11-minute miles, but I can't figure out how slow my long runs can be, and it's hard for me to imagine that I can keep up an 11-minute mile pace for the half marathon if I'm never doing that during my long runs. So I'm just wondering kind of what advice you have and kind of how low my long run should be because I just don't want to push it but I also want to make sure that I'm able to maintain that pace for an entire half marathon thanks for your help bye
0: okay so a caveat this question came in before races uh, began being canceled but I feel this is you know a perennial question because it really does seem mystifying how you'll be able to maintain a certain pace come race day If you've never, you know, if your race is 13.1 miles, but the longest I've ever run my race base is four miles is six miles, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a stumper. It's a stumper. I know (laughs) it's one of those
1: physiological stumpers. Right. And a couple of things come into play. I mean, the biggest thing is training. Right. And we've said it here. Um, a plenty of times, but, but it's worth repeating is, you know, you need to create a cardio- cardiovascular base, right? That is the bottom of your pyramid. Those are your easy runs. Those are your long runs, mostly at an easy pace. You know, certainly we can talk about race pace miles, but, and, and the more wide your base is the more solid, the higher your pyramid can go. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you are on the, I mean, you know, <laughs> here's a very, very, uh, you can tell what I'm craving right now. Um, a Hershey Kiss, right? Like, like that is, that's got a very, you know, like just think of a regular one and then think of the giant ones that they have out for yes. um, Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Like you want that giant size Hershey Kiss pyramid. Um, and the way that you get that is through those easy minds. Um, <laughs> and uh, you what's like
0: that? chocolate? I didn't know that, Dimitri. Do you like chocolate? I know. <laughs> right.
1: I'm like, oh, I, I just was finishing my lunch before we started this. And I'm like, now I need something sweet. Um, it's, 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 a COVID thing. I have dessert almost after, after almost every meal these days. <laughs> Gotta keep it light. Gotta keep it light. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so that's, that's what you're building on those long runs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then, you know, you definitely have to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable, right? Yes. Um, yes. And so yeah. that's where race, pace, miles, hill repeats, intervals, that kind of thing comes in, in addition yeah. to the physiological benefits that yeah. they provide.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Precisely that, that to mentally know that you can shift gears, dig deep at mile, you know, again, it's a half marathon for Suzanne at you know, be able to tap into that at mile nine, 10, 11, 12. And so, you know, one way Suzanne and other people can do that is by embedding race pace segments into long runs, especially on tired legs, because then that really simulates a race scenario. Um, So I guess it was, two weekends ago, yeah, um, almost two weekends ago, um, that I had to do two times two miles at race pace with just four minutes of recovery between those bits, which I took to, instead of running, I took to um, do it, taking my goo, walking, taking my goo. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, but yet the other nine miles of the long run were far more relaxed than my race pace. So eased into it, you know, kicked into them when I was supposed to, and then switch back to um, being uh, a lower zone because I'm doing heart rate, um, but at an easier pace. So, sure. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember a long, <laughs> way, way long, back time ago, <laughs> right? American <laughs> I pie. Knew, I knew um, but I mean, I was doing, uh, I wanted to go under two in the, uh, I think it was like one of the first rock and roll um, half marathons here in Denver. I think it was the first time it came or first or, oh, or yeah, second. Yeah. I lived in Colorado Springs and, Um, I had a coach and I mean, my, my long runs um, got progressively, like I added in more and more. And I remember one of my last ones was something like, you know, seven or eight miles at race pace. (laughs) Like It was was not insignificant um, for a half marathon for sure. So, you know, but I had built up to that point. I had trained enough so that I could get, you know, still do eight miles at race pace, recover well enough and continue training Mm -hmm. and, you know, to reap the, benefits. Because I mean, if you go out, right, if Suzanne goes out right now and says, okay, well, I'm gonna, I want to run, you know, sub 11 minute miles. So I'm gonna start with five, you know, on today's long run, like, that's not a good idea. Start, you said two miles, you you can even start with half a mile, a little break, half a mile, call it good, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. a mile, a little break, a mile, call it, and just work up that way um, over time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, then Suzanne, remember that all the pieces um, hopefully we'll come together on race day uh, as Dimity alluded to and what she was just saying that you're going to be tapered. So, you, you know, unlike a training run where it's just all part of, you know, a, a one beat you down cycle that, that you will have gone through a taper. So you will, your legs will feel more fresh. You'll have, you know, more energy in your cells, that whole thing. And, um, and you'll have, hopefully the excitement of, um, spectators, maybe not, if it's a virtual race, you know, if you've opt to go that way instead, you know, hopefully just the, you know, you can build up to it. You can, um, you know, talk to a friend over a Bluetooth, you know, headphones or, um, you know, post something on social media. So you get a lot of encouragement, um, from your on friends online and that sort of thing. And so that, um, race day is special and hopefully that, um, specialness, form it presents itself in will um, help elevate your um, your your game and uh, help you hit that pace. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, this question is from Olga in Washington State.
2: Hi, my name is Aika and I am from Washington State. Um, I have twin girls who are eight years old. Um, and I'm asking about plantar fasciitis and I'm wondering if Sarah would be willing to talk about some of the things that she did. Um, that helped her heal. I know she's talked about it a little bit, but I'd love to know more. Um, just me personally, I've had it for ongoing for five years. It started in my left foot, um, and then now it's worked its way over to both feet. Um, I've seen a podiatrist. I've had three different kinds of orthotics. I've had uh, the injection shot. I've done acupuncture. I'm currently seeing a chiropractor in massage therapy. Um, and I'm, you know, it's, it's improving, but it hasn't gone away and I'm dying to be able to get back out there again. So I would love to hear um, if there are other recommendations or advice or just a little more personally about what Sarah's done to, to help with it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Oh no, five years of plantar fasciitis. I'm so very sorry.
1: That is, I mean, that is a long time to be mm-hmm. dealing with one very specific, very painful injury.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it
1: sounds like she's done. I mean, a lot of the right things, orthotics, acupuncture, injection,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I've had plantar fasciitis twice in my life, I had it in 2011 for quite a long time and then had it again in gosh, I guess that was 2018. And really, so I knew the, the you know, I knew the signals my body was sending me. I knew that um, if I didn't pay attention to them, it was going to come back with a ferocity that I didn't want to face down again. And so um, I know what it's like to try so many things. Um, Tried a lot of the same things that Olga's doing. Plus also I diligently foam rolled particularly my lower calves and even down into my Achilles, I use Chinese herbs. They're recommended by my acupuncturist. And I have to say shout out to acupuncture that I found that provided me with a lot of relief from plantar fasciitis, you know, it did not make it magically go away, but the pain really diminished decided. from that. Yeah. I think and-
1: people are really missing that right now. Like I know Adrian Martini's a big, uh, she goes to acupuncture at least mm-hmm. once a month and mm-hmm. yeah, that dry needling slash acupuncture uh, is Super
0: helpful and Mm -hmm. not available right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just a little PSA. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Um, And so for me, also, the two biggest things that I think helped were wearing proper footwear at all times. Yes, I am shouting in all uppercase letters. Proper footwear at all times and no running, again, all uppercase, until the pain was a three or lower on a one to ten pain scale. And by proper footwear at all times. I mean, when I would, I always get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I, I would either have my dance go clogs or my UFO flip-flops right there by the side of the bed. Because I mean, our, our um, toilet in our master bathroom is, I don't know, 12 steps from the side of my bed, but I was not going to take those 12 steps without having my arches be supported. So.
1: That That is a, you are a true, uh, what's the word? You were just very, very, uh, diligent
0: about it. Yeah. That's, that, I am. That's- and so, so that even, you know, it's, um, I come from a, um, family that, that really, um, you know, kind of instills these things that my dad, we, we had a very, sh- a pretty short driveway uh, from the house that I grew up in. And my dad would not let us leave the driveway unless we had, were wearing our seatbelts. And he always said, buckle up for safety. And, so as a result, I can't go even a block without having my seatbelt on. Yeah, and so it's Doesn't very much weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's very much it the same thing. Yeah, that, that I on um, the other day I misplaced where my um I have some good slippers too, and so I'm I had I had to forget why but I had misplaced them and so I, so I had to walk like from our master bathroom to my closet which is a, a kind of we have a long bedroom and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm walking this far barefoot <laughs> you know and it was I don't know maybe 30 steps yeah. and so you just really have to really train yourself to because the thing about a foot injury is you got to stand up and you got to walk in the rest of your life. It's not like, oh, it only hurts when I run. Gee, it hurts when I'm standing, you know, just doing everything, you know, going Mm -hmm. grocery shopping, cooking dinner, everything.
1: Yeah. And I would say, I mean, it's five years and I, you know, she sounds like she's done a lot, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would also, you know, I mean, I know how mentally exhausting it can be to deal with an injury for that long. And I mean, you know, I didn't have plantar fasciitis for five years, but I've certainly dealt for years with random chronic pains that you just, you're just like, WTF? Like, what do I have to do Mm -hmm. to make it stop hurting? Right. And like you said, you're walking around. It's not like you're like, Oh, it's only when I run. So I'm not going to run. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it is all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: um, I guess if I were Olga, like I would take, you know, once COVID like life gets back to a little bit normal and you can go see doctors more and you can do your, you know, all the non-essential things become a little bit more normal. um, I would say, okay, I'm going to take, whatever, a, 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 period of time, a reasonable period of time, three months, two months, I don't know what it looks like, four months and say, I'm going to give everything I can to getting rid of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like really throw yourself at it, mm-hmm. but give yourself a deadline because mm-hmm. honestly, like you kind of have to, even if it doesn't, so say it's three months, you know, and she does, she does her calf raises, she does her rolling. She doesn't, you know, she goes, mm-hmm. she never goes barefoot. She does that for a full three months and it's still, a significant amount of pain. Like Mm -hmm. at that point I would say, you know what, like I need a plan B right now. Like maybe there's something else that's tripping it off. Right. Like maybe it's not just your regular plantar fasciitis that started by running. Maybe it's something that begins somewhere else in our body. I don't know. You know, I mean like when the guy, I mean, and I'm not, I'm definitely not being a doomsayer, but like when I had this really swollen toe, my doc, my podiatrist was like, I need you to go check, be checked for rheumatoid. That's right, You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not, again, I'm not being like, wow, she has cancer mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, but I'm just saying like, give it everything you got, do everything you can, and then take a step back and have some, and be like, okay, what worked well? What didn't, what is my next best step? Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to kind of throw the, like, you know, let it, let it nag you forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's helpful or not. I just, you know, I think that that's sometimes like setting a deadline and just saying, because it's exhausting. It is so exhausting.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and by exhausting, I know you mean mentally exhausting as well as physically exhausting. And I yeah, know um, yeah, yeah. that you are the perfect person to speak about that. And that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. So this final question is from Catherine in Durango, Colorado.
2: Hi, this is Catherine from Durango, Colorado. I have four kids, age nine to 18. Timothy, I'm so excited that you will be coming in Durango to, in May to ride the Iron Horse Bicycle Classic. I've done it twice before, and it's definitely a bucket list experience. I ran my first marathon when I was 43, and I just turned 50. I don't consider myself a natural athlete, but with some hard work, I qualified for Boston on my second attempt. I've also run 50Ks. I've been thinking about becoming a running coach. I can't seem to get enough running information, and I have several books on my nightstand continually that I'm reading about running. It would seem like a great way to not only train myself toward greater achievement, but also help others. Can you give me the options of how to become a running coach, the different types of certification, or is there a top program, in your opinion, of professionals as the best way to become a coach? I've been listening to your podcast from day one and I've read all your books. Thank you for everything you guys do. You make a huge difference for us mother runners.
1: Oh, Catherine!
0: Yeah. Iron horse—that's exciting, right? <laughs> and their first marathon at age forty-three—that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and thank you, Catherine, for your support. All your support of another mother runner—we truly appreciate that. Okay, Dimity. Since you head the Train Like a Mother Club and are a certified running coach, you're going to take away. You're going to take it away, sister. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, there's there,
1: that's a great that you want to be a certified running coach. There are. A lot of programs out there not a lot I'd say there's a handful mm-hmm. um, the Roadrunners um, Club of America our RCA has a coaching certification program that has two levels levels one and two so one is more basic and then two gets into some higher level um, concepts and philosophies um, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for more than two decades Mm-hmm. So um, that's a great one. Um, you know, the, I've done both of those. I've done the level one and level two. They're both in-person classes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, sometimes like I went, like I came here to Denver once. They go go around the country again when things get back to a little bit more normal. Um, you know, they they have different spots around the country where they have mm-hmm. different weekends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and so that's one. Um USATF, um, which is USA track and field. Um, They also have a very well-known and respected uh, coaching program. And Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of nice because it gets you uh, to a level that if you ever wanted to coach like junior high or high school, um, as well as, you know, club coaching, like, you know, uh, your local club or, Mm -hmm. you know, regular runners um, Mm -hmm. like ourselves. Adults. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you say? Adults. Mm-hmm. Adults, yeah, those would be adults, yeah, or regular, right? Yeah. And then there's some ones that are, like, um, uh, kind of more specialized, like Jan- Jack Daniels, who um, has the VDOT site. He has a oh, certified yeah. course. Um, the Lydiard Foundation has a certified course. Um, so those kind of – I haven't done the Jack Daniels one. I've done Lydiard, And so they teach the philosophy that Arthur Lydiard, um, mm. used back in the day on his athletes, his Olympic athletes in mm-hmm. – um, Australia and New Zealand. And, um, yeah. And then, and then there's, um, just doing another, a little bit more research. There's the United Endurance Sports, coach, sports coaching Academy, um, which I don't have experience with, but I know like a couple of the coaches that are on the um, staff there and they're definitely very, um, well-known and respected. So, and that's online. So that's why I'm thinking that that might be a good choice for right now. Um, again, it's called United Endurance Sports Coaching
0: Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, that is good to know that there's an online option because as you were saying, the RRCA one, that's a weekend long in-person course.
1: I mean, it has been. They may yes. change it. Who knows? Yeah, they they might, know. they may, um, sure you about, know, and they no. have
0: online like coaching modules, like
1: things you watch yes. on your own and answer questions and stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean again, like it's it's a changing landscape right now, but those are yeah. all great. And I would say that um, again, like the ones that I've done um, are super helpful in laying the foundation for how to Um, build the training plan and how to kind of figure out paces and, um, you know, different purization cycles and that kind of thing. And then I think you got to keep just reading and reading and talking to people and um, because it's definitely, and I'm not, I'm very much learning how to do it. I'm not very good at it right now, but I think it's uh, art as much as it is a science, you know, and knowing if, you know, if you're going to go in and coach individual athletes, especially knowing what gets them revved up, what doesn't, mm-hmm. what, you know, what they like to do, what their weaknesses are, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. so, yeah. but it's yeah. fun. It's very fun.
0: I, 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 Oh, for sure. I, and, um, I also think with any small business and being a coach is like being a small business. You have to have your own hustle and that yes. you have to really, um, Kind of get the plates spinning on your own, you know know, that that you have to make opportunities happen for yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Durango is full of endurance athletes, is my guess. If it's like the rest of Colorado, (laughs) Um, but you know, getting hooked up, going to a local running store and saying, "Can I help with a half marathon training program?" and getting Mm -hmm. to know athletes that way, or you know, helping with um, girls on the run and maybe getting to know the parents, or you know, there's there's lots of ways in. It's not like you have to start picking off individual athletes one by one. I'm sure Sure. that she knows that, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would think, um, given that we are probably looking at the, um, you know, the third running boom, as people are saying, you know, there there will be opportunities and demand for running coaches. So absolutely. Good luck luck with that endeavor, Catherine. And, um, hopefully maybe you'll be out there cheering Dimity and grant on. And, um, I know,
1: I know we've got a We've got a new date. It's (laughs) like September, I want to say the 12th and 13th and, And they sent out a poll and they're like, can you, can you make that? And well, it'll probably be a marching band in a volleyball tournament. And I'm like, yeah, but we could make it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been in a volleyball, you know, uh, tournament and marching band things but hopefully right fingers yeah. crossed that, will, that yeah. will have such uh conflicts to exactly side between
0: yes 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 Ah, uh, ah, uh, conflicts and <laughs> things that are out of the house i remember those days um oh my goodness well please please keep the questions coming oh but wait before we do that dimity i want to remind people that we launched a new tank top and it is um kind of coronavirus related in a way. We want to keep people moving, keep people, let them know that we are there. We are all virtually in this together and give kind of a, um, a kick out the door. And it is the word outrun um, and it's stacked. And, and, and then in smaller letters, you see that it says, get out, go run. And we are um, taking pre-orders on it through Sunday, April 26th on Mother Runner Store and um, 5% of proceeds will go to a program that the Oregon Food Bank is doing called um, hashtag Emerge Stronger. So, um, yeah, so we'd love if you would um, get one of those and, um, you know, we can all be in this together. We're in the oh, same oh, tank. Let's, let's, let's all that. run together. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, So, all right. So with those questions, we um, there's been a drop off in questions because we had some different shows and I, I don't know, maybe people um, are thinking they're, questions, you know, are too particular during this time, but that's not the case. We really want to hear from you. And to call with questions, please call 470-BADASS-1. That two three two seven seven one. 223 Please start with your first name, where you're calling from. Keep your message to 90 seconds or less. And, um, it's not a phone that rings anywhere, so call anytime, day or night. And even if it did, we'd like to t- talk to you anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so please download and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And um, yep, just anything, right? Any question, anytime. No, nothing is too basic or TMI because we're always here with answers.